Hi everyone, welcome again to a new podcast of Project Daybreak, the project where we're talking about the upcoming talents in Belgium and abroad, all over the world. Now we're going long distance, but uh, I'll let our guest introduce himself. Hi, uh, my name is Martin and I play drums in Swedish band Skrek Adla. Now, uh, to, to begin, the, the name, where did it come from? Uh, it's an old Swedish word for dinosaur. Oh. So, <laughs> basically, it came from uh, old horror movies and Godzilla. Now, uh, how many how many uh, member, members have you got in the band? Uh, we're four. We're four. So, uh, you, you do the, the singing, the guitar part? Uh... Uh, we have Robert who uh, sings lead and... Uh, plays guitar and also writes most of the, basically all the songs and uh, most of the arranging. And then okay. uh, we have uh, Tim on bass and uh, Henrik on uh, lead guitar. Now, for you personally, did all start, uh, the music, did all start when you were younger or did it come at a later age? Uh, I started playing drums when I was seven. I think 16, 17, something like that. And, and did you do anything in, in music before, or did it just came at that age? Well, in in our town where I grew up, and Henrik as well, uh, when you're in uh, in second grade, you have to take an instrument. Uh, so I played the recorder, but after that, I didn't play anything <laughs> until I was uh, 17 and ended uh, our elementary school. And then uh, it all started for you? Yeah. Now, how long does the band exist already? Uh, we started in the fall of uh, 09, so... So, it's uh, been... yeah, it's been, been three years almost. Yeah. Uh... Now, how, did that, how do you write your own music with the band, or do you play covers, or...? Uh, we, we, from the beginning, we only played our own songs, because oh, uh, okay. <laughs> we were uh, too shitty at our instruments to try and cover others. But uh, now we'll throw in... Uh, usually we'll do a cover of uh, Acid King's uh, Two Wheel Nation, sometimes. Oh, okay. <laughs> And what what genre do you play mostly with the band? Should be perhaps stoner rock. It's kind of hard to define. It's some kind of hybrid between uh, old Swedish hard rock, uh, 90s stoner, and a little bit of uh, the modern uh, American alternative metal sound like Kailisa, Mastodon, Baroness, that sort of thing. Now, I, I personally have been to, to Sweden before, and, and I went to Gotland. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, our singer actually is from, is oh. from Gotland. Okay, so I, uh, I went there too uh, about two years ago. and I, I would say that the Swedish people are the most kind people I've met already in, in oh. Europe. Thank you. Um, yeah, you, you're quite open as, as people. 
um, as I heard of, of um, Annika, who was from Sweden too, she said that all uh, Swedish people are, are moderate, are, are um, you know, they don't put themselves in front, they're, they're quite shy. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, uh, that's uh, something that you kind of get taught from a young age, to, not to uh, make yourself look good at the expense of others. And... It's a, it's so it's a really a national uh, lesson you, you get to teach because I, I was quite surprised when she said that. So uh, now I'm taking the, the occasion uh, to to ask uh, someone else from Sweden. So uh, yeah. apparently it's a tradition there then. Yeah, basically you're not uh, by social social codes and rules you're not allowed to to brag uh, about being good at something. And how does that work as a band? Uh, do you get any influences on those traditions, or? Yeah, a little bit, I guess. Uh, yeah, when you when you talk to people, you're kind of it's hard to tell people that oh yeah we're we've done this and that and we've had success doing this and that. So usually you'll say something like oh yeah it's it's going pretty good I guess. <laughs> So, so you keep uh, modest in, in everything you're, you're saying. Uh, yeah, even if you had uh, the the most successful performance in ages, for example, uh, so you have to keep modest. Yeah, when you talk to other people, I guess. But uh, inside of the band, we'll probably get super <laughs> hyped and talk about how good it was. And what what part of uh, the whole music do do you uh, prefer? Is it, for example? Uh, making the music? Is it recording music or are it the gigs uh, you do uh, on occasion? For me it's probably playing live. I uh, It's fun to record but I kind of hate tracking the drums because you get to hear all the mistakes and how bad you are <laughs> at, at it uh, really. Uh, but uh, live uh, is the biggest one for me I guess and also writing the music. So um, you have to make a choice uh, between the two, then. So it's like writing music and performing live. I'd, I'd say performing live, basically, since I don't write any songs for this band. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you've been writing songs for another band then, or uh, uh, yeah. in the past? Yeah, not in the past, but. Uh, ah, you still uh, okay. Uh, during like uh, a couple of years into this band, I started doing some stuff on my own, but it's it's not been recorded and. We'll so see. It's uh, at this moment it's still for your own, and perhaps yeah. one day uh, we'll get to enjoy those too. <laughs> yeah, Do you write music for for the drums just out of curiosity, or do you write uh, acoustically? I, I write or... for basically a, a regular rock band setting, so oh, okay. electric okay. bass, electric guitar, and drums. Okay. Now, uh, the time's on time. I, I ask some questions where we get to know the person behind, uh, in this case, the drummer. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, when I also always ask, and and we get to the most. Uh, modest and, and, and open responses is uh, when you were younger, which was the very first record that you ever bought? Uh, I guess the first one I bought with my own money uh, yeah. was uh, System of a Down's Toxicity. Okay. <laughs> but the first one I got was 
probably, if I remember correctly, Boomfunk MC's Freestyler. Oh, look at that. <laughs> so you're, you're quite young, I think. Yeah, I, I'm, I was born in 1990. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I, I still remember uh, at the time from Freestyler. <laughs> so yeah. that was the very first one, then, yeah, then you were quite, uh, quite young. <laughs> Now, uh, for you personally, is the music business uh, some some something you'd like to do uh, as, as a full-time job, or do you want to keep it as a hobby? Or no, we're going to we're going for a full-time job with this. Uh, it's our goal with this band. Uh, we've uh, we've kind of been getting there, and uh, start we started to realize more and more what the actual music business is, and what what's expected of you, and what you have to do to work uh, as a musician, and uh, to me, I haven't had a lot of jobs since I'm pretty young, but uh, to me it seems like an awesome career or an awesome job. Is there someone you're looking up to? Um, for example, you know, it, nowadays uh, the music business is quite uh, international, of course, yeah. and, and you get a lot of different channels where you can follow the music. Are there any? any is there anyone in particular you, you follow or you, you like his music, her music, perhaps? Um, well, I guess uh, Dave Grohl's always been a big influence on me. Just uh, the way he uh, talks about music and the way he performs. And and is there a, a particular song or just just a general uh, general discography uh, that you like? Or? I well, one of the best performances with him, I think, is there's a, a clip from on YouTube when he plays uh, Avon with Queens of Stone Age at uh, Vector festival i think it's from 2001 or something like that okay and uh, that's I, I think that's the best clip of him but otherwise it's just basically his uh, his whole persona and yeah being so humble now now as a group um are we able to to uh, get any albums uh, from you as a group are already some albums released or yeah, we've released one uh, one album on Transubstance Records. Uh, it's out as a CD there, and uh, it's uh, out as an uh, as a vinyl on Transubstance and uh, a local uh, from our neighbor town uh, okay. company called Gop House. And are we, for example, um, if there are some people that are interested in in yeah just buying your record? Um, uh, is yeah, it available can... on iTunes or? Uh, yeah, it should be available on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, uh, basically anywhere, and you can order it online straight from uh, recordheaven.com. Oh, okay. So that's a nice uh, tune-in for for our uh, European listeners that can't go to the local shop, of course. So <laughs> they might be able to. I think we have some kind of distribution deal, but uh, probably you'll have to wait a while. So it's. Easier just to order it straight online. Yeah, nowadays everything happens online, so. Yeah. 
is there a certain ambition as a band, uh, a location where we'd like to perform, um, some crazy uh, bucket list uh, addition you would like to achieve or? Uh, I don't know really. It's kind of hard to imagine playing stadiums and stuff like that. But right now, I guess uh, some of our goals would be playing all the big stone rock festivals out in Europe. We we played at Heavy Days in Doomtown this spring. So hopefully next year or the next or the year after that, we could play Desert Fest and Stone from the Underground and all the other big festivals, Freak Valley and all those. Now, uh, for, for you as a, a band, um, because you, if you would like to, to perform uh, nationally, I, I presume then? Yeah, um, we, we went on a short tour this spring uh, leading up to the Heavy Days in Doomtown Festival, which is in Denmark. Oh, okay, uh, it is in Denmark, okay. Yeah, so we did, uh, uh, we did a couple of days in Sweden, and then we did uh, Innsbruck in Austria, uh, and Leuwarden in uh, Netherlands. Oh, that's uh, quite close uh, here to Belgium, of course. (laughs) Now... For, for you um, as, as a band, uh, you, I, I presume you're already on the social media, of course, like Facebook, yeah. Twitter. And how are the responses from your fans, your followers? It's been great, uh, actually. We get a lot of responses on on everything that we post. We, we mainly exist on Facebook and our homepage, which is linked to Facebook. We, we usually don't Twitter that much and uh, now uh, the website itself. Uh, what was the link uh, to the website? Or uh, it's uh, skrekadland.com, and I guess uh, maybe we should spell it. I don't know. Okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. So, so, uh, so it's uh, spelled uh, S K R A E C K O E D L A N. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's um, it's good that you spelled out the name, of course. <laughs> but um, we'll put it also in the article, so for yeah. all listeners, uh, you can just click through <laughs> the website uh, if you if you didn't uh, follow all letters in the name. <laughs> I kind of had to think about it myself since we, it's supposed to be spelled with a uh, with two Swedish letters, uh, an A with two dots over it and an O with oh, two yeah. dots over it, yeah. but uh, it we changed exist. that. Yeah, just to make it a little bit weirder. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, I would like to thank you, of course, for taking the time for this interview. Um, no and you. Uh, yeah, to all followers and all listeners to this podcast, um, check out their website, check out their music, and just buy their album on iTunes, of course, so you can support these artists. Now, we wish you the best of luck, of course, from Project Daybreak. And uh, if you happen to have a gig here in Belgium, just let us know so you can get in, in, get in contact. Yeah. Okay. Now have a nice evening there and uh, until next time. The same to you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. What killed him? Doc Grayson said the wounds were the kind of squid or a large octopus might cause. <laughs>